Leading off with a big story of the day, here's The Drive. Moreno, my guy KJ Drews in the back, looking spectacular. Spectacular day, period. Hope you're having a good one. Broncos were back at practice today. Still some uh, mixing and matching with the, the roster. I had a couple people reach out to me and say, hey, DMAC, these other guys got signed. Bum, 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 bum. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. The problem is it's not waiver claims. Waiver claims only occur with guys with less than four years of experience. If you have more than four years of experience, you just become a free agent. So, uh, like Isaiah Prince has been in the league, no shine, for like five years. Well, he's a free agent. So, cool, man. Like, you did it. You you got yourself another job, Isaiah Prince. That's cool if that happens. Tony Jones Jr. um, I mean, like, some other guys did sign. So I don't want to misrepresent what's going on. And I said it wasn't all the guys. It was waiver claims. So this is the, the land of younger dudes in the NFL. Well, I mean, you know, this is this is where you can build yourself. But, but, but the Broncos didn't pick up anybody from the waiver claims either. So, I mean, I guess it just tells you, no, Sean, there's just, um, uh, mm-hmm. as far as the Broncos is concerned, there wasn't a lot of young talent to be had. And they did sign some veterans um, to the practice squad. Yeah, guess not. That's what it's looking like. Yeah, let's get football going, baby. What are you, a week and a half away? That's it. <sighs> they're going to give the guys off this weekend? What are they going to do? They have to. They're mandated. Oh. Yeah, buddy. CBA. Dang, I'm sorry. I missed a great time of some football nowadays. You, uh, where'd you fall? I was in the double. You were double. 07. The new CBA went in what? <laughs> Did you know that? Of course, mate. Saw the flick of the wrist. Oh, I don't appreciate it. <laughs> the new one went in. Ah, I guess you were part of one new CBA, huh? Well, we had. I guess it was. Two, I think it ten. Still two practices, but one had to be like in shorts. In the <laughs> no, short. you're, you guys, you were still in the land when you first got in the league. You oh, were, yeah. you were still, you know, padded practices mm-hmm. twice a day, all, Jones. Sorts, all, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that was crazy. But, hey. uh, that was insane. <laughs> the 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 McDaniel's time, that was like the craziest thing I've ever seen. I didn't know what was going on. All I all I saw was you know Brandon Marshall kicking balls around. I'm like man, this is crazy out here. It's the NFL, baby. That was wild. You want to tell that story? That's a good one. Man. I didn't know anything I was really going on, but you know he was upset about that contract, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the time, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. I was just like, he's upset, but all right, backs, let's go. <laughs> So what were you thinking when he was melting down out on the field? Yeah, we knew. I mean, I knew that he was a fiery guy. I mean, me and him got at, um, went at it on the sideline a few times. I don't even know for what. Now it's slipping my mind. I remember on the slide sideline, me and him just going back and forth, yelling at each other. About what? I have I have zero idea. And I'm the worst when it comes to trying to remember games back in the day. I mean, hey, played running back, and I'm a physical guy, so I'm probably take a, taking a lot of shots. So... <laughs> But, man, I don't know. What was it? Let me think. Was it? <sighs> Did I get a holding or something? something? Really something happened. But me and him were just going back and forth from the side yelling. And, and it was around the same time. He was going through all the contract stuff. Well, so, yeah. You know, he was upset. He, he was there a little bit before you, obviously. Right. And here you come, first rounder. <laughs> first round, no, Sean, with Robert Ayers in that draft. Mm. You, you two first rounders. 
First round, man. I mean, it's a lot of pressure. First round running back? First round running back? Oof. I mean, I guess you call it that. I didn't see it that way. Well, I know you you may not have, but I know we did. I, yeah? You know, yeah, we're like, well, oh, we're expecting a lot from this guy. Who is <laughs> the number one? Hey, hey. Yeah? Were you the first running back off the board? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I mean, we're going to the Super Bowl with the first round running back. Wow. I mean, I was close to the, the thousand mark. They stopped giving me the ball. I know. That's probably for a reason. What number were you in the first round? Were you 12? 12. Oh, 12 package. Damn, dude. It's big time. Then Robert went in the twenties somewhere, I think. Who was he? At? Something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And then the next year was DT. Was he first? Mm-hmm. And then Tebow. Well, when did when did they pick up Tebow? Then Tebow. Because I remember watching the draft and them talking about it. I'm like, no way they're gonna pick him up. Well, no when way. you think about it, dude, think about this: four first round draft picks in two years. Come on now. Four. Four, including a quarterback and a running back. And, uh, uh, well, you know, it's no offense to you because I thought you were fantastic in your time with the Broncos. So no offense. <laughs> but Demarius Thomas was, you know, man, that that cat was yeah. just, I mean, just special. Oh, yeah. You know, and um, and that was Josh McDaniels. Yeah, he did, good, he did his thing, I think. He got that. I think he did his thing. Then he picked up Tebow. The Tebow thing got me. I, t- I turned off the Why? draft right away. Well, you hated Georgia. Uh, Florida. Florida. Florida's Florida, Florida, Florida. Sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, You're right. So what, I didn't even think of that. And you guys had all that. So what, uh, yeah, man, I actually never, what was that like? I promise, that's what I was thinking. I was like, all right, let me see who, who we going to draft. You know, man, when we got to that pick and they said, damn, Tebow, like, are you for real? Turn it off. Go about my day. Did it make you a little sick to your stomach? (laughs) That's all I needed to see. Were you just, was it more because your college rivalry was so fierce and contentious, as we know on Swamp Kings, which (laughs) Noshan is the star of? Was it more because of that, or was it more because you just didn't think the cat could really play in the NFL? No, I think it was more so that, just that rivalry that the Georgia-Florida game brings to the table uh, each year. You know, and I knew, I kind of had a feeling he couldn't throw the ball much, but I was like, hey, maybe, hey, who knows? He gets to the league, he gets here, and he can ball out, and I knew he can run the ball, so that's a plus. Obviously, right. So that was mostly what was going through my mind. So he gets here, and and then what do you think once he gets here? He gets here, and he's like, okay, I was thinking the right thing. He really can't throw still. But, man, he he was such a competitor, really. I mean, no game were we out of when it, when it came with Tebow. He was like, it didn't matter if we were down 15, 20. He's like, listen, we're going to come back. We got this. Let's ride, guys. So, so that motivation um, to succeed definitely rubbed off on a lot of guys. How was he personally with you with the Florida-Georgia thing? <laughs> yeah, I, obviously, I mean, honestly, we, we were friends. We were friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean, I thought Tebow was actually a really good dude. You know, I like, agree. Yeah, really good uh, guy. And he loved talking about college football. <laughs> he didn't talk would, college football with him. Now. You didn't? No. Why? Why would I talk college football with him? You really just didn't, like, chop it up? Like, what's no. going on in the... Oh, man, so... No. Okay. Okay. Wow, not even, like, friendly, like, do you see this, do you see that? Nothing. No. It runs that deep. <laughs> yeah, okay. I hate the boys. Okay. Okay. Oh, man, I didn't like you, them. You weren't even, like, sort of friendly SEC sort of thing? Nothing. No. Holy cow. Not even, like, hey, let's bet on the game, you know? Nothing, you know? Not even like that. No. 
Wow. Tebow. But good dude, you know what I mean? I enjoyed it. I, enjoyed well, yeah, I gave him crap all the time about different things, but... But not that. Not, not college ball. Oh, my gosh. That is... Sorry about that. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I talked to Tebow about college football a bunch. He loved it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, if you ever just want to strike up a conversation in the locker room, if you just want to have friendly little chit-chat with the fellas in the locker room, with Tebow at least, just bring up anything about college football. He'd sit there and talk to you forever about it. Classic. I mean, he is a college legend, though. He just he's he, up there, dude. You want to you want to get him you, going? Ask him about NIL. <laughs> With Tebow, <laughs> yes. Imagine what he would have made though. Too. Oh my uh, God, he would have never come into the. No. And you know what's crazy? He went back for his senior year for nothing. <laughs> I mean, for nothing. Can you imagine what he would have made? Hey, man, have you ever been to the College Football Hall of Fame in, in Atlanta? Mm-mm. You gotta go. It's awesome. It's like it's relatively brand new. Huh. Um, in Atlanta, huh? It's really cool. It's like in uh, Centennial Park area where the Ferris wheel is and, oh, and all that. Right. Mm-hmm. Where CNN and just the, where the, the the football stadium. It's right there. It's all right there. It's very modern. It's super cool to walk through, and they've got the players of the decade at each position. Mm. No player. Of the decade, your decade is Tebow in college oh, yeah. football. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I thought you were pointing at me. I was like, no way I made that. <laughs> I was like, no way I made that. I don't think you did. But, well, you weren't in college long enough. You, right. only, you, only, you only had two seasons. I can see Tebow. If, if you stuck around for, I mean, I doubt you think about this. You don't turn down being the 12th pick in the draft. No, no. You definitely don't turn that down. But had you stayed there for, you had two more years of eligibility. You have to think about that. Just the records or what I would have ended oh. up in yardage wise. Was somebody like going to play in front of you? Mm-hmm. It would have been crazy. Were your teams? Todd. You... Yeah, because Todd Gurley and them were right behind me as well. So that would have been a kind of. I wonder if I would have. Yeah, you all, I would have been there with Todd and them. You would have all played. Yeah, would have been nuts. You would have barely thrown the ball. Your your offensive line could have started for most NFL teams. You would have been probably part of a national championship. You and Todd Gurley? Yeah, it was me, Todd, and Chubb. I think it was there at the same you? time. That would have been crazy. Gurley and Chubb. Stop. He said stop. <laughs> stop. I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, let's get to Joel Klatt here a little bit, and then we'll get to uh, Sean Payne. But as long as we're talking about college football and what CU has coming up with TCU, this story of Tyler Brown, and I would do it injustice compared to how Joel said it. So I'm just going to play some chunks of what Joel said on his podcast. Tyler Brown was denied his immediate eligibility for his second transfer, despite citing mental health reasons for his transfer. Now, you could say, Joel, everyone uses mental health. Anyone could use mental health. Okay, okay. Tyler began his career at Louisiana Lafayette. They had a coach named DJ Looney, who Tyler was very close to. In fact as Tyler put it, had become very much a father figure to him when he didn't have many father figures in his life prior. DJ Looney died in front of Tyler on the field, tragically of a heart attack. Tyler could barely go on, didn't know how to function. How would you feel if your father figure died in front of you of a heart attack? Maybe for some of you, that figure has. Can you imagine the heartache? the pain, would you want to go to class? 
Would you want to play football? All right, let me just stop there for a second. Wow, first of all, right? I mean, that's that is that it's horrible, tragic. I mean, he's saying, can you imagine? Can you imagine if? Uh, well, I don't know who the coaches that were mentors to you, but mm-hmm. you you had to have somebody, right? At some point, that meant a lot to you. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, I couldn't imagine, honestly. The guy dies in front of you. Yeah, come on. I mean, you got to be kidding me. And what you're supposed to go out to the same field. The same rooms, the same yeah. everything with this guy. Yeah, come on. Anyone right? passing away like that in front of you, too? I mean, come on. I mean, you cannot blame somebody for wanting a fresh start after that. And I don't think anybody from Louise and Lafayette would be offended. I mean, it's just such a rare, rare sort of mm. thing. Joel go. Joel goes on. So he transferred. So he couldn't, he couldn't do it. Couldn't be there anymore. It reminded him too much of that tragedy. So he transfers to Jackson State. Luckily for him... He found a coaching staff led by Coach Prime that welcomed him with open arms at Jackson State. So there Tyler is, and he finds another coaching staff. He's like, man, again, I've found this father figure type of environment and an environment in which they did not look down on him for opening up about the struggles he faced after he watched DJ Looney die in front of him of a heart attack and how hard it was for him just to Go back to playing football. Then he suffers an injury. Mm. When he was away from football, his mental health struggles increase because now he no longer has that outlet to work through some of these issues. Can't agree more. You know, you brought up... Well, you brought up um, Tom Brandstater yesterday. Mm -hmm. One of the most tragic things in Broncos history people aren't aware of is the story of Kenny McKinley. I was thinking about this yesterday. Yeah, man. And that would me and him room together. Kenny's story for those, because this was a long time ago. It's one of the most sad stories in in history. And I bring up Brandstater because I know, um, I, I figured you were friendly with Kenny. And I just didn't want to go there yesterday. But this seems appropriate. And I know Brandstater was very close with Kenny. Yeah. Kenny got injured and just, he, he needed the team, man. He needed the team. And he just did not. Get that same support. Um, then you mix in some marijuana use, some drug use, and he had access to a handgun. and And he made a decision to take his own life. No, Sean, that I think, had he just been in a better state of mind yeah. and maybe around the team more, I I I would like to think he wouldn't have made that same decision. Yeah, that was tough. That was a tough time during the Broncos. My time here at the Broncos. Dang. Yeah, Kenny was my dude. Room together. I mean, he was light, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was always joking. Always. Always had a smile on his face. But you uh, get away from the team, man. Yeah. That is a tough time, man. And, and I, I've had my share of injuries, you know. And you are, like, by yourself. A lot of the time, the guys are going out or going to meetings, and you're in that locker room. You're just in the training room doing what you have to do. It K- gets lonely. KJ Hamler spoke of of the his the, how he was struggling mentally. Yeah, to the degree where KJ ended up living with Tim Patrick. Just as you know, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And Kenny just got. I mean, I cannot even imagine. I can't imagine what you guys went through. My heart breaks even just thinking about it. Um, tremendous tragedy. So what he's talking about here, Notion, I take really serious. Yeah. Like you just don't want. As a dad of two college age kids, the, the the ups and down roller coaster emotion of life, 
And my younger son had to deal with two really bad coaching situations. And hopefully the situation he'll be in in the future will be great. So far, so good. But, I mean, dude, my wife and I were the most concerned about his mental health and trying to, you know, be connected to the team. And the coaches were just so bad that it was pushing away, pushing away, pushing. Mm. It was terrifying as parents to think, because I think of Kenny. I think of situations where you're as a young person, you're just, you know, and if you mess around with some, you know, man, some drugs or something, and you're just not in the right frame of mind, you know, bad decisions can happen, bro. So um, what what Joel's talking about here, it's I think, serious, yeah. it's don't rough. you think? Of course. So the end. thousand percent. So now you're taking this kid who's gone through some trauma, who's gone through some mental health issues, and, and now you tell him he cannot be with a team? Joel goes on. He gets healthy. He gets back. His coach, Coach Prime, gets an opportunity to go to Colorado. He tries to follow him to Colorado. And the NCAA denies his waiver. Who denied that? Mm. What suit stuffed in cubicle 87B <laughs> denied that waiver? Because that's what this reeks of. A robotic bureaucracy that doesn't care about the humans in the situation. That can't look at a situation in totality and can only look at a situation through black and white colored glasses and the letter of the law. The letter of the law should not apply in a in a waiver case. It states in the in the waiver language in the NCAA, they claim to care about mental health of the athletes, mm. but they sure are showing that in this case. How does this get denied? Great stuff by Joel on his podcast. Completely agree with Joel, hundred percent. It got posted. Uh, Prime liked it. I, you know, I think it's fantastic. If people don't know the story, I think it's great that Joel brought it up. And no, Sean. First things come mm-hmm. first. This is not a case. Listen, I'm sure he's a good player. I have no doubts about that. But this is a case of just doing something better for a person. And the NCAA rejecting this particular case based on their merits, the merits here, I think is um, embarrassing uh, and, and and awful. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you, right with you, man. Um, it's like they didn't even, it's like they're trying to follow the, the rules to a T. No, you got to, every case is different. Totally. You know I mean, you can't treat them all the same. It's like they didn't even really look at it. They see that he transferred a few times, I pushed to the side, that's a no. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of really digging deep and looking into the reasons why this this young man is, is leaving, and yeah, man, and who? I don't even know why this rule exists. Who, mm. who cares at this point? The NCAA has turned high level football into a minor league anyway, mm. and I'm not against kids getting paid. I'm all for kids getting paid. Hey, man, you're generating all that money for that school. I mean, Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel. Because of what he did, they were able to finance a $770 million football facility, and he's getting crap for signing a few autographs. I mean, I get it. Johnny was breaking some rules of going sideways and having his parents, like, fake injuries to, to avoid stuff. I mean, Johnny was doing some weird things. Johnny was into, you know, some drugs and other stuff that he shouldn't have been. But on the financial aspect of things, so they can just sell your jersey at the team store at A&M, and make millions off that. Everybody knows who number two is down there in Aggieland. There ain't no mystery about that, right? Mm. But what, he doesn't get a cut? Baloney. Now NIL has changed a lot of that. Yeah. You would have made. It would have been nice, I think. You'd have made a million bucks. 
It would have been nice. I mean, they sold like one of my jerseys for like 30 Gs. How about like that? Hmm, didn't see none what of that. What number do you have in Georgia? That 2-4, baby. You two, know four, I wanted right. it here. All right, all right. You know right. I wanted it here, but I couldn't get it. Who <laughs> <laughs> had 2-4 here when you were Come here? Come on. You know who had that 2-4? Who had it? Who had it? Come on. I'm not going to tell you. Damn. I mean, look, everyone's looking at him through the Is glass. Like, it's me? That 2-4. I mean, all right, I'll give you a, you a hint, a quick one. It's, it's not champ. Is it champ? Oh, it's champ. Yeah. All right. Well, then forget it. You can't have it. I can't have it, baby. <laughs> I knew. If it's gonna, it's it's champ. Sorry, my bad. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Well, at least it's a dog. At least it was a dog. Yeah. I would love to have. I think I would have been a different player with that two four. Mm. I don't know why. You throw that two four on, you just, just feel, feel better. <sighs> Let's get it. Why'd you pick the two four? There was really no reason. Well, why did I pick two four? I've had, I had two four since high school, right? So. Mm-hmm. So you got a choice of Georgia. Yep, yep. I had that 2-4 at Georgia. So you got it for well. no reason. Well, and it, became, reason? it was yeah. No reason no, in the beginning. Not, not, it wasn't like another player was wearing it like, oh, that looks cool. Right, right, right. So yeah, let me get that 2-4. And it looks good. And Champ didn't, wear, Champ didn't wear 2-4 in Georgia. No, I feel like he was 4? Yeah, I wanted to say it was, was four. So it was a single digit. Yeah, I want to say 4. Yeah, so he just picked it up. Now he can wear anything. Jonathan Cooper, pass rusher, wears 0. We probably could have both wore two four, right? <laughs> oh, is that only in college where the the players can go yeah, defense that. and offense can yeah. play the same number, yeah, have the same yeah, number? Yeah, you can't do that in the NFL. Come on, NFL. <laughs> that would have been nice. That would have been funny though. But yeah. So when you saw that two four in the Georgia, whatever the bookstore, whatever wherever they were. Oh, they were in the bookstore for sure. Yeah. So they're selling your number. Was there any confusion who two four was at Georgia? No. Huh. No. Any money coming your way off that? No. Shoot, I wish. <sighs> so now that. the NCAA, wait, what are you doing? Like, just get a hold of yourself for crying out loud. Make sense. Be logical. And this does not make any sense. I feel bad for this young man, Tyler Brown. I wish nothing but the best for him. And we'll see what happens in the future. Can they reverse it? I, mean, can they, uh, I guess, but I mean, the, see, here we go. Here's the season. He's not on, you know, the, what oh, are you going to do? Crud. Right. You know, I mean, so here we go. So it's just a bad situation. Great job by Joel Klatt laying it out. Okay, we do have some audio from uh, Sean Payton about today's practice and what they've done to build up that team. So we'll hear from the head coach of the Broncos coming up next. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents The Drive. I like it. Nothing but sunshine today. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Aren't you something to admire? Cause you're shining something like a mirror. I can't help but notice you reflect in this heart of mine. Oh, I like it, KJ. I'm going to put this on the bike on the way home, man. If you've ever been alone, and you got to be safe right there, out there on the bike. Are you kidding me? Can you that the sun's going down over Cherry Creek State Park? I'm going to take the long way home tonight, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We got we got a beautiful summer day. We gotta take it for all it's worth, man. September right around the corner. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got a little JT. Sun's dipping over Dam Road and Oh! I'm sure I need to lose some weight, but I'm working on it. I may have an ice cream later. Uh, 
I don't look in mirrors, though, Sean. <laughs> My entire house is covered with towels. I, I don't need reminders. Oh, 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 oh. Got to lose a few before I start looking at those mirrors. But oh, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It goes in cycles. It's up and down. You're on a bike trail, right? You're not on the street with this. Uh, yeah, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Uh, I'll give you a super secret hidden message, though. That's super secret. Go damn road around Cherry Creek, right along the high damn road. If you go down low, right along the water, there is a dirt trail, but it's hard dirt, and you can take a road bike on it. Just be careful. It is one hell of a mile push. Mm. It is so... You just go down by the boathouse. You don't have to pay anything when you're on the bike. You don't have to pay the... Just look at that guard like a thing. What's up, dude? <laughs> just right past them. They ain't going to charge you a dime. Not like, not like you're in a car and you need to pass and all that. Right. Go right down by that boathouse, and we have these big boats. The, the Cherry Creek Reservoir is like a bathtub, but they still have these big boats. I'm like, you know, I can see the end of the, Where are you going with that big boat? I mean, I see the end of... I see where... <laughs> if you got a, if you got a speedboat, if, you got like, if you're water skiing, I mean, you have some fun, yeah. Got like a yacht out there to what sail like there? Like, all right, whatever. But man, it's such a good push, such a mm, good ride. Okay, gotta get you into the road bike stuff, man. I know. I, I was going to get into it back when uh, Eric Stewartsville was here. He loved he it. He loved it. Yeah, he kept CJ on the straight and narrow with that. Yeah, he loved the bike. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna I'm ride with you, e dude. You you got it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. What's the most you ever ridden on the bike? Oh, I'm done a hundred mile run in one day. Yep. I've done the 50 piece. Oh, but, so you've done it? Yeah, 50 piece. All right. 100 piece. Oof. Oh, yeah, man. Taking it from my house, Smoky Hill and Buckley, to Boulder. That's only about, that's about 50 miles, actually. Took it to the top of Lookout Mountain. I've ridden from my house to Red Rocks. I've done some rides. <laughs> yeah, I've done some stuff. But, uh, but that's nothing. That's, this is Colorado. No, Sean, you cannot ever brag about doing anything physical in the state of Colorado because <laughs> there's somebody who's doing it. Like a mountain goat doing it three times as much as whatever you think is impressive by you. So whatever I say, trust me, it ain't impressive. It's just I'm impressed. You shouldn't be. It's the adventures of the <laughs> average athlete. There's there's absolutely nothing impressive about it. Just a little bit of desire to get out there. That's it. Sean Payton. All right, here's Sean Payton on the two receivers joining the practice squad. Here we go. Yeah, there, there were two receivers that are going to be joining our practice squad. He's one of them. Um, Look, we're pretty familiar with the player, and the player. I remember I was at his his pro workout. So, you know, he gives you speed transition. Um, you know, the rosters have changed so much in the last five years that you're allowed to carry more players. And, and uh, when the season's over with, you'll see every one of these teams. I, you know, we call it a practice squad, but really we have 69 players on a team, and it's just changed a lot. So. That added depth, I think, for every team. COVID kind of really taught us a few things relative to personnel, and I think it's helped not only the clubs, but I think it's helped the the addition for a lot of players to to still be playing and developing. In uh, but yeah, so with with regards to him, you know, we, we've got a clear grasp as to what we think he does really well, and. Uh, We'll try to highlight those things. Well, he's either talking about Philip Dorsett or David Sills, but um, but okay, those are two wide receivers they picked up. And hey, man, KJ, heat check here. Are, are Callaway and Humphrey on the team or not? Are they on the practice squad or are they not on the practice squad? They're on the practice squad based off of how Mike Cliss explained it uh, via okay. Twitter yesterday. So all right, all right. just to keep it simple, uh, this is one of those transactional moves, you know, where they're trying to make sure. 
everybody gets through as far as the IR. Well, what, it all get cleared up once everybody gets on the other side of the IR. Okay, because they're, so they're not officially on it, but they are on it. Let's, it's one yes. of these deals. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you got Callaway and um, Little Jordan and uh, David Sills and Philip Dorsett. No, Sean, you, you got some depth there, right? Yeah, that's why I was surprised they let a couple go early. But you know, they got a few back. Okay, yeah, Dorsett got a little you know experience, but not many reps out there. But you know, it's decent. Whatever. You remember, squad, it's, you remember, it's hard to. Yeah, it's practice squad, but I don't really it's care. hard to impress. They also got Michael Bandy, a wide receiver on practice squad. Uh, they do have Tyler Batty, a running back, on practice squad. So they, they've got plenty of depth. they got a quarterback on practice squad. Like, hey, man, that's cool. It's good that there's more guys, and they lighten these practice squad rules up. I mean, basically anybody can be on practice squad. Hmm. So it's What positive. happens when – is Virgil? Is Virgil gone for the whole season? Yeah. I mean, I know he's on well, hard, but is he done for the whole season? Uh, I really like Virgil. It's a torn meniscus, man. Oof. Yeah. You know, that cleaned it up a little bit, but mm. – I don't know. I, th- I think I, I think he'll be done. Yeah. You, you, you never know, I guess, and I don't want to discount these guys who are in unbelievable shape and are – but Jalen's whole game was speed, yeah. man. I mean, oh, my gosh. So the, the, the other guy to sort of keep your eyeballs on is will they bring K.J. Hamler back? That's the bigger – like, I think Jalen's done. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's official that Jalen's done, but it's. I saw him the other day, dude, and it's just like, whoa! Like you just see the brace. You reach out to him. Uh, uh, yeah, for sure, man. And that guy was—he was, was going to make the team. Oh yeah, oh yeah. My uh, my guy Tavares King trained him a little bit coming out. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Out in Georgia. I'm, I'm not sure who the fastest guy on the team is now, because it was between uh, Montrell. Washington and Jalen. Who's the fastest guy on the Broncos right Does now? Mims not don't have no that's, wheels. Mims? That's what I'm saying. Like Mims right. it? what's going on? <laughs> right, what, what's Mims? What's his? What, what's he? Is he a four-three guy? If I remember correctly, I think he was a four-three guy to, to come He's by. He's probably the fastest guy. All right, you're probably right about that. Let's see a little race between Mims and uh, PS2, huh? Hmm. We'll see that on the practice field. PS2's got some good catch-up speed. Russ can't quite throw that ball that far. So, anyways, um, <laughs> all right, we'll get more into um, other stuff from practice day really quick uh, about the team not making a claim. We didn't make a claim. Um, we did stay late, um, and uh, but um, we were pleased with with some of the additions and things we were able to do. Okay. Why well, they keep on talking about staying late and leaving early and all this crap? I, don't know, I mean, man. it was it's a little that's the stupid NFL thing. It's like he said, you know, Sean Payne said 2 a.m. and George Payne said 2 a.m. 5 a.m. It's the dumb NFL, man. Like if oh if there's God. any stupid reason to stay at the building longer, I've I've always thought it's the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> do you know who showed up the last one to practice and the first one to leave? Champ Bailey. <laughs> well, I mean. Okay. I know, yeah. All right. That boy was a pro, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. When it was time to sit, he sat. When it was time to leave, he left. If you could sit or stand, he sat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, what about leading by example, Champ? And he's like, Pfft. not when I you're this good. That, yeah. yeah. Been there, done that. Lead by example. So many years. Yeah, come on. Now, yeah. Doc, it was different. I think Doc, Doc again. Doc was just crazy. I loved it. Doc was just psychotic. 
I don't even know was how it, to... Was it nerve-wracking giving him an inter- like, no, interview? No, 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 no. Because, no, he was, like, the greatest guy mm-hmm. just to talk with. Are you, Brian Dawkins was, like, dude was so chill just to hang out, talk with. Yeah. Then I would, like, I'd ask him, like, what is wrong with you? Like, on the field. Like, it, it would just... He would do things that were, were inherently unsafe. <laughs> like, because he's not that big of a dude. He really wasn't. I think he's bigger now physically than he was when he was a player. Yeah, but he was big then as well. Wasn't that big, dude? I mean, Who was taller, you or Doc? Oh, you talking about yeah, tall? Yeah, he was still taller than me, but no, he was wide though. Doc had them. Yeah, he was all right. Crazy. He was just, no, he was psychotic, <laughs> and he was he, he was big enough. But he would jump into lots of situations where he was the smallest guy around. Yeah. Oh man, B. Doc was the Wolverine baby. Dude was. I love B-Doc, if you can't tell. No, being around B-Doc, talking to B-Doc, sometimes he would get, you know, the Wolverine. Sometimes he would sort of get into a trance and start talking. and He'd be kind of a little psycho. But the, most of the time, I thought he was pretty chill. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, not at all. Then he'd get on the football field. I don't know what the hell is going on. He's got <laughs> five million kids. He's got a, you know, a wife. <laughs> like, B-Doc always had a lot going on, man. Yeah. Like, who was that guy on the field? Love B-Talk. All right, so you got me going. Hey, we got an update. Are you ready for this? We can chill out a little bit. We got a hockey update. Ooh. Now, I'm, tell- I'm telling you, we got good news about E-bug? We got some- <laughs> It was so close. We do-, we do not have an e-bug update, but we do have. <laughs> so you're going to remember that. That's the one damn thing <laughs> you're going to remember about hockey. We got an update from our guy, Scrappy Will, about the app schedule that is awesome next. It's The Drive on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. All eyes on me. All eyes on me. You know what? I bet you got it twisted. All right, let's get to our guy, Scrappy Will Peterson from DenverSports.com. We have some great news about the Avalanche, Will, because unfortunately it does look like we are steaming into another year of games being blacked, or not blacked out, but not being carried on Comcast. Um, and I know there's other ways to get them. I do it. A lot of people do it. But we know that that's an issue. However, Will, what is the good news in terms of the Avs on national TV? Well, the good news is the national TV schedule came out today, ESPN and TNT, and I'll say this. They have 17 national TV games. That is an awful lot. It's two more than the Boston Bruins, who have 15, which obviously Boston didn't win the Cup, but they had a historically great regular season last year, so that's sort of the barometer. 17 sounds good, right, guys? Yeah. Well, two of those are on ESPN Plus slash Hulu. And, you know, not everyone pays for ESPN Plus or plays for Hulu. So that knocks us down to 15. And then they have nine on TNT, but four of those nine will be blacked out in Denver. And I do appreciate them telling us this on August 30th. Oh, I didn't know As opposed to, yeah, as opposed to people trying to tune in. Hey, it's a TNT game, but it's blacked out. So 17 national TV games, guys, but 11 on ESPN and TNT that I promised the whole market they can watch, the four blackouts on uh, TNT, and then the the two ESPN Plus slash Hulu. So it's a little good and bad. I mean, 17 sounds like a lot. It does. But then when you get into the nitty-gritty, there's really only 11 of their 82 games that I promise you 
If you do have Comcast, you'll be able to watch on either ESPN or TNT. Okay. That's obviously not a huge percentage. All right. Well, I don't want to bum anybody out. I just wanted to get resolved because I think they've um, – I like the additions um, that they've made. And and we'll speak about the uh, the latest one. Uh, yeah. I mean, they signed this cat today who had a hat trick against them in the COVID bubble. Yes. Um, does anyone Sorry. remember – uh, the Dallas series, game seven, overtime, round two, Man. right? It was such a bummer, and I don't want to get his last name wrong. I know. I was, I was hoping you, you would get it because I didn't want to botch it myself. I, I think it's Joel Kivaranta. I'll go with Kivaranta. I'll go with you too. Um, and he had a hat trick, and they lost five to four in overtime, and that was right in the middle of the round two curse, right? Because they lost in 2019 right. when Landis Cog wasn't offsides in San Jose, but they mm, said he was. Mm. They lost in 2020 in the COVID bubble to Dallas, and then they lost in 21 to Vegas, uh, obviously game six out there against the Golden Knights. Right. And that was sort of the chatter. Can they get over the top? We all know they did, which was great. Um, but Kivaranta uh, will at least get a professional trial with the Avs. I don't want to promise anyone he's on the team, but – I mean, he scored three of the five goals in Game 7 against them just a couple of years ago. So yeah. uh, he can clearly find the back of the net at clutch time. For for the record, like, Jack Johnson had a professional tryout with the Avs and made the team. So, um, you know, you still got to do something. But they, they're rooting for you to succeed. They want they want you to succeed if you're getting that professional tryout. So we'll, we'll just see where it goes. All right. You know what's funny? Yeah. Is I, real quick, I watched yeah. the highlights of that again today, D-Mac. Yeah. The look on Nathan McKinnon's face of disgust oh, yeah. when Dallas wins at no T and he realizes his season is over. It's it's funny. We we all remember happy go lucky parade McKinnon. That was I don't have a ring McKinnon and I want to kill someone look on his face. Yeah, that's and then that was uh, soon there to follow was I've done nothing. Remember that? I've oh. done I haven't done anything. Well, I need curse, so I can't say that. But you know it's Well that was the next year. That was against Vegas, but you're right. right. That was on Zoom when he said I haven't done bleep. Right. Um right. and it kinda looks like a guy who didn't know if he was gonna win one or not. So I and real quick on the national T V too, I didn't want to bum anyone out. I just wanted to tell people they're gonna see seventeen in the headlines, it's really like eleven. So, you know, I'm just trying to pass along the the, the they're opening in LA and that's on national T V and their home opener is on national T V though, right? Correct, and neither is blacked out. October 11th, TNT, whole market will be able to watch against the Kings. October 19th, ESPN, whole market will be able to watch against the Blackhawks. So okay. uh, we'll get a couple of those early, which will be fun. Thank you, Will. We'll read about it at denversports.com. Got any favorite hockey players? You gotta, uh, you'd love hockey, man. You'd love I was going to ask him who's the abs. Ebug. I need I did not mean to focus you on that. <laughs> I did not I mean that. I did not mean to go down that road with you, man. I don't even know the dude's name. I'm just telling you. Every, every time I pass, every time I pass him, I'm just like, ah, next time. But there is gonna be no next time. But you know, mm-hmm. maybe I'm being a jerk doing that. Who's maybe. That? I don't know. But do you really want me to find out? I, I probably could. I want to find. I want to. You want to know? Yeah, you want to know who the e-bug is? Yes, I sure do. Uh, you know? all, right, all right, hold on. I, I, oh, we got a break here. I can, I can figure it out. <laughs> That's not bad. But if you want, I mean, okay, I want to take me no time. Yeah. I'll show. I can, I can flex my hockey hey, uh, the, knowledge here a little the, bit. The prices don't look too, oh, too bad either for those for the hockey games. I might, yeah. I might go to a couple this year, dude. I only been to like one playoff game. It was playoffs, you know. Playoff hockey is way different. Yeah. I love playoff hockey. Just get like, on, get on that bandwagon, man. 
Okay, get to out you there for like a Tuesday night against Seattle. You know, that's that's where the real fans. I, I, I saw that actually. Uh, that game in there's like one fifteen a ticket though. Hey KJ, who's your guy? Who's your hockey guy these days? Who's your guy? Who should know Sean? Who would you recommend No Sean get to know from the Avs? Like, who would be the most No Sean type oh. of Avs guy? It got to be an enforcer or somebody. Somebody that's out there just smacking. Okay, you uh, know. Sticking up for everyone. Gosh, the one guy I not a start, not the star of the team, not the no. You're no, not interested in that. I'm the guy that gets out there and like I'm gonna deliver some hits and uh, a message is being. The one guy he should get to know is not even going to play the regular season. Uh, dang, Landis Cog. Yeah, because that fits everything he's looking dang. for. Captain he, the team, captain. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. a bruiser. Yeah, he gets yeah. down and dirty. Whatever needs to be done, he does. It. Whatever needs to be said, he says it. Mm, that would be me. I don't want to. I don't want to give him just McDermott though, because that's that's not. No, no, he no, doesn't play. No, yeah, no, no, but he's, no, he's, no, he's, no, the, he's the guy who just fights everybody. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think, man. Like, who would the No Sean guy be then? Yeah, you know who would it be? It would have been Cadre. It would have been Cadre. You guys suggesting there, Drew? Was Drew just doing something? I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, I would say if you're going just around the league, Jacob Truba. All right, but abs, abs, For the abs, 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 abs. The big hitter. Like a, a support guy, a blue collar dude, a Jersey guy, Brad Hunt. <laughs> Brad Hunt. Come on. Well, hey, you ain't lying about I that. Mean, Guy's got no teeth. Yeah, he's balding. Okay. He's barely in the league. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that your type of guy? Well, he'll go out there and handle business. He will. Well, you when will. He gets a chance. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Just you look at him. You're just like he's. You think he's an accountant with no yeah. teeth? Or here, I'll give you another. Andrew Cogliano. <laughs> Cogs is not. Cogs is really good. Cogs is good. All right. Scrappy, tough, deep, uh, you know, fourth line, third line, tough dude, never complains. Yeah, man. Cogs is good. Cogs? Cogs is good. He ain't the star, though, man. He ain't the star. Pretty boys kill. Pretty boys kill McCarr. Gotta look at Center. Uh, Yep, yep, yep. He'll do whatever it takes, though. Okay. All right. Listen, I love it, man. Hockey talk. You got something else, KJ, real quick? No, that's it. We'll catch you there. Stanley Cup champs, yo. Get you out there, man. I'm ready, man. Like, you can't be like, like uh, you know, Fangio. My name's on the cup. You can't be like Fangio, like wearing a Landeskog shirt. And you don't even understand. Like, So Fangio's got this. You know what? I'll tell you the story. I got a fun Fangio story with the Avalanche for it. We'll get it. Football four on the way.